What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. What's up, everybody? Did it work? No. What do you mean, no? It's not there. Like, we made it work with Holly's. How, how are you not making it work? <laughs> I can't make something that's not there work. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's up? Um, uh, we're just trying to figure something out here. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Um, what's up, Kim? What's up, John? Hi. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. How are you? John's muted. Still muted. Still muted. Okay. There it is. There we go. There you are. <laughs> I'm, trying um, to, I'm trying to get my computer to run a little faster here. Bear with me. What's up, Thomas? Hello, Christopher. Hi, Traveler. Um, what's up, Gigan? Um, what's up, Zach? BC, bro, BC, backcountry in British Columbia. Yes, love it. What's up, Miko? Um, hi, everybody. And uh, yeah, we're late and just kind of getting our stuff together. So I don't even know why we were waiting. I, for a minute, I thought we were waiting on Hannibal. And then <laughs> Kim's like, no, he didn't. Didn't you see the email? He's not coming. I'm like, Damn. so um, yeah, maybe... Maybe we need uh maybe we need to see if uh if if a couple people and not to necessarily replace but just a couple people would want to commit for a little bit. I got a person in mind, but I won't say it. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll text it to all you because it really should be between us. I'll text it to you guys. See oh. what you think. Well, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> but what's up, everybody? Here I know, right? <laughs> I actually got two names. Um. Huh? And then would still, I mean, we can have 10 so any time they can join in. But It could be a whole round, round table crew. <laughs> it could be like a round table and reserves. The round table reserves. How about that? Where's Gary been? So um, Gary is in Florida now. He, I, you know. Wait, let me show you something that happened with can I, Earlier, should I show, show that? Yeah, because I want to I don't even first of all, I don't know where it came from because what Gary sent clipped whoever it was, you know, that sent it. Because oh, okay. this okay, guys, this came in a text from Gary to our to our group of people here on the round table. And it was a screenshot that um I think it was from an email. But I jokingly say, well, I wrote it. <laughs> he said, uh, what was it? Here it is. <laughs> Hi, Gary. So when are you going to get your shiny face back on rodeo? We're getting tired of having to look at Steve's mug and flapping jaws all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
So last night, and I can't reveal any of the words, you guys. There are some omitted words here, but I texted Gary, and here's how it went. <laughs> I said, so you, you think you could come make your uh, blank not hurt for an hour tomorrow night and join us or what? And he said, it's not about my blank. It is, it is not having the stuff to stream as it is all packed up. So it would be like blank, you know, and I, and so uh, I would have to be on my phone with a crappy uh, way to stream. And then I said, hashtag blank pain is real. <laughs> it's like playing, what is it, Mad Libs, where you're trying to insert. I will, yeah, I will tell you, obviously the, the word except for the third occurrence there guys that the word is the same on the first second and fourth fill in the blanks <laughs> make it any word you want wheel of fortune hey spencer ford how are you but i did email i mean i texted gary at the end of last week i think it was i said are you alive yeah. and he said yes we're alive and i think they were starting the next day they're attracted to florida so they should be in florida by now because he said it was going to take three days so they they are in florida see here's where i'm a little confused um i know they have places to stay but i don't think they have a housing place yet he said an airbnb i believe Right. But I mean, it's that's how up, I'm just trying to give people some perspective of how up and craziness his life has been. Like, yeah. you know, he had two houses in Oklahoma. He's kind of getting rid of them while he was staying with his family. And now they're getting to Florida and they just got rid of those houses. We all know how stressful moving can be. And he still doesn't have a house now here in the Target City and place they are. And so. Well, I, I said know, we all lot. missed him. Yeah. You know, so I mean, he'll he'll be back when he has a house or something. <laughs> I mean, if they're gonna, <laughs> I don't know how long unpacked streaming equipment. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know how long they're gonna be at this uh, uh, Airbnb though either. I mean, I don't know if that's just till they find a house here real quick, or because I know they had friends they could stay with too, and I thought they were gonna. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how quickly he's. Like, I, I would hope if I was him, but I wouldn't plan on just, I'll get to Florida and buy a house the next day. Like, this just takes a while to buy a house. Yeah. Sure. It's not an easy process to go through. Right. But I mean, like, I know that when they were spending parts of the year apart, him and Donna, um, and they just did that because of weather, guys. It wasn't a, they didn't like each other. <laughs> they love each other. But um, she was staying with a friend there who i think has offered them the same offer to be able to stay there right so i don't know I, again i just don't know but i do know that he's there now he might get some equipment to pack unpacked enough to do it but he'll be back soon but yeah i mean if uh you know just watch we're gonna we're gonna have some uh we gotta get some uh people some faces in here uh and then whatever hannibal can drop in he can drop in because he's got a lot going on too um okay so first let's let's just start with this because we start we started talking about it so we talked about this last week and um oh also if every would everybody please put in your um your market and whatever your uh entry level gas is right now i'm just curious i've been i've been doing this as much as i can lately trying to get Mine's other people 
That's cheapest. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I could have to see cheapest. That's what I see. That's what I see normally. That's rough. Costco might be a little bit cheaper. Uh, I imagine. Let me, let me pull Damn, up the gas, bad. buddy. Well, I'm in New Jersey, and mine is three sixty-five. So, like, I mean, and I'm not, and not Costco or any of those that might save no. you money. People, regular like, gas station. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, like ours is. I think that's kind of probably where ours is. Like three eighty. I think I saw three eighty-nine to. But we also have a lot of states don't. We have 85 uh, gas. A lot of states started 87. So that our lowest, we have three grades and our, and the lowest grade is 85 and that's like 389 and it goes up to like, and then it's like 429, 449. It did come week. down. The gas buddy. Week. What's that? Mine is a uh, 455 at, at one place. 480-ish is the usual. So here is the so Sergio. First of all, Sergio um, or the rideshare guy put out a couple community posts of it being five ninety nine. This is yesterday, an hour before I did uh, last mile. This I saw. I, I took it as a screenshot from a video on YouTube because it was L.A. News. This is L.A. yesterday. Oof. They want them to buy the electric. Yeah. Look at that. Like Supreme without uh like just for debit cash, not getting a car wash, seven oh nine a gallon. Oof. I mean <laughs> and that's not like one of these hidden little towns like San Luis Obispo or something that's up in the hills where sometimes they get up to like ten and they use that one little spot. This is LA. Ouch. That's LA. I don't know. I think it's crazy. That's, I think it's insane. I think it's absolutely crazy, you guys uh let's see um smack that like you guys so uh please but, bucks in Beverly and thank you zach for the uh for the for the chat what's up rodney hey how are you doing i'm a little off my game so <clears throat> it's been a week for sure hey um so the story that we talked about last week about the the it was tiktokers but they were kind of following that what i can't remember i always forget the name of what the trend is Thank you, Kia Craig. Boys. Kia what boys. is it? Kia boys. Okay. Kia so boys. yeah, that trend of like being a complete moron idiot and moving cars around parking lots because that's awesome. And and shooting it live on TikTok until somebody takes a wrench to your face. Um to me, I don't know. That's what I feel like they're doing. I feel like they're they're not doing this as just another TikTok trick. I feel like they know that they're waiting for that absolutely awful outcome where somebody like just goes off on them and destroys their face and then their buddy catches it on film i feel like it's that kind of adrenaline type thing because literally literally like i heard kim saying it's not grand theft and that's yeah i wouldn't be that mad but then backstage tonight she was saying but i wouldn't do that so i can't really say and i was like you know i'm thinking dude i'd even if like you got out and you're like it was just a joke i'd i'd mace you i'd taser you I'd oh let the police God. come and let them decide how they want to handle it. But so wait, I would, are they I would definitely, the people after I would they definitely the mace you and then take your camera that you're TikToking with and videotape you crying. That I would do. <laughs> John, I mean, I don't know. How would you would you be like, that's not funny, boys? Or would you be like hella pissed? I mean, I don't I, I mean, I doubt that this would even happen to me, but if it did, I mean, 
I don't know how I'd react in the moment, to be honest. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know how I'd react in the moment. I don't think I'd get super pissed, but like, I wouldn't. Yeah, but how can you not blame yourself? Like, you're the dumb person. I guess maybe I'm the same as you. I feel the same as you, Kim, but I'm on the other side. Now, they're hot wiring these cars. I'm thinking I would never, ever do that. Never. Like, that's not a thing with me. So maybe I can't really understand it. To me, it just sounds like, dude, no, that's not a game that's stealing. I mean, technically it is. I mean, because, you know, I mean, what if somebody was stealing your car and they saw you coming out and they're like, oh, I'm just doing the TikTok trend. Actually, the smart thing would just be to call the police and be like, yeah, just let me get the video of you videoing me and you did it. You have all the evidence I need. Like, just call the police. Yeah, I just. I, that'd be I, like, I that'd know. be the easy thing to do. I think if everybody's Instead, like, if they would have started you something, boys or you girls and just kind of like, you got to stop that. I think that it's just going to keep going. Like. Endless. Well, Mark, I think like, the first reaction, if I walked out and my car wasn't there, I'd be like, 911, my car's stolen before I even had a reaction. So the cops would probably be already on their way before I even knew I was even in a prank because my car's not there. So I don't know. I See, I just can't put myself in that the position. The cops would be there first, yeah. Yeah, I, I just know this would not happen to me because I take my, literally, I take my keys everywhere. So... It wouldn't happen to me. Yeah, see, that's I, I feel the same, but at the same time, like I know it wouldn't happen to me, but I know I'm like, but that's ste- I, I don't care. I, I don't see it another way. It's stealing. But how do you not hold yourself accountable for leaving the keys in the ignition and leave your car? So, so technically, so technically, I know this from uh, my cousin. He used to be a cop, but he actually, if you leave your car, if you leave the door unlocked and it's like a crime of opportunity it's technically not stealing or something like that there's some there's something about it <laughs> i don't know if it's not technically not stealing but there's some there's some way that people get off wait if you if you accidentally leave your car running how do you and, the, and the door it's, crack, it's, it's, it's just like it's just 90 percent like the you know um what is it like nine you know owner or like having it is nine tenths of the law of possession you know, it's like, I mean, well, it's my car now. A chop shop. I, no, I mean, like a chop shop is one thing, but like if you're asking the police to be like, I'm going to write a report and I'm going to prosecute this guy for moving this two parking spaces. <laughs> you left your car, you left your crease in the car. Yes. Left your car running. Yes. Please can be like, you're dumb. I feel like we need to do more like, research on the law of this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, to me, it's weird. Especially um, in 2023. So this is this is from the street about here's the the article title. I want to read you one little segment that I pulled from it. It's actually a quote and I want you guys to tell I want to see if you guys get triggered by the same piece I did. So um the title of the article Uber Eats announces industry first change its customers will love. So then this is about 2 thirds of the way down and here's the quote. Um Uber Eats will accept or I'm, I'm taking it word for word here to article, so part of it might be a okay. So Uber Eats will accept Snap EBT benefits on its app. According to a company statement, further, Uber Eats is working with managed Medicaid and Medicare advan- Advantage to allow customers to use their healthcare benefits to help cover the cost of a food delivery. Is it grocery delivery or food delivery? 
both. But here's, I don't know, maybe you didn't catch it the way I did. I felt like, man, you should not be able to pull Uber fees out of their healthcare benefits. Because that seems like, to me, it felt like it's hiding it. Like, don't worry, How your healthcare's got you. I don't know. You, I mean, we all know that some old people, if they don't have older people who, if they don't have some family around to help them with those type of like, dude, don't do that. That's some kind of scam. Yeah, how you know, would that like, work? I don't know. I feel like maybe they're gonna get some. I don't know. It's nationwide though, um, and it's being and it's gonna be launched on Eats. It's big. It's it's a big competitor with Instacart right now. To be honest, because of the Snap. Well, Instacart does Snap and EBT. So does Walmart Spark. So Spark, I, yeah, Walmart. I Everybody does that. Need, I feel like. I feel like they need to stay competitive if they want to stay in the grocery game. If the other two major people, I don't, I'm not so sure about Chips. Christopher, if he's here, he might not. He might know more I mean, about Chips. Buying shipped. food, I feel like they have to be able to let them. They can't stop them from buying food on the the EBT card. <laughs> Wait, you know, on, I, I I'm kind this. of. Thank you for they, first. Thank you for the super chat. But I gotta read this. So if someone moves someone's car, car owner shoots them. I'd say it's their fault because I the mean, other. I mean, I guess I'd have to watch the video or, or like be a fly on the wall type thing though, because I got to see it play out. Because in my book, again, it's the now it's the best way to be a car thief. Is just to go and wait for it in a in a in one of these parking lots, wait for a dasher to go in, steal it. If you if it doesn't feel like a clean steal, just stop and go. Oh, just TikTok trick. But if you do, if you do feel like it's a clean getaway, you got it. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like it's encouraging stealing to not do something about this. Is it not? I don't know. I do know that what Christopher's saying is right. I mean, there's a lot of people who will shoot you for taking their car. They will. What I found, and I don't know if you read <laughs> so... this in the same news article, um, but what I found interesting in new, in new York, this new Kia voice trend accounts for a 19% increase in auto theft this, this, this year. So that's yeah, how much of a lot. trend it is. So that's, that's, I mean, I guess if nothing else, can't we all agree on that part of it? I mean, like, it's not good because it is encouraging stealing. Oh, it's not good at all. Right. But no, I, mean, I don't think it's good at all, no. But it shouldn't just be, oh, you boys. Like, there should, there needs to be something more substantial than just it keeps happening being on TikTok. Like, it's not I funny. It's more I guess I'm of the, saying, I like, it's, it's more not funny anymore. The times. You know? yeah, I think it's a sign of the times. Like, that's just how, I think it's more of a case of, that's just how rampant stealing is nowadays that people can literally videotape themselves stealing and nobody's going to do anything about it. I think that's more the bigger picture nowadays. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, um, so oh, I wanted to tell you guys this too. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this uh, self-driving car article because there's an engineer who explains why in his opinion, in his opinion, why full, why safe, full driving cars can't ever happen, ever. This, this guy's been right a, a, alley. I know. So check this out. So um, first of all, though, in John's neck of the woods, 
somebody broke the code and shot a video of an uber autonomous i don't know they they i went to the video the comments didn't say and i was really surprised because in the article that i found the video in, it wasn't daily dot it was like from a uh like a news station but um it said that she was mistaken that it was a waymo and you guys are going to see in the video that there's a waymo interface but when i took uber autonomous in vegas even though it had an engineer and a second guy up front it also had a waymo interface so i think that they might be confused because she's like oh my uber showed up because i guess my question before i started john would be like can't you i mean maybe now you can but wouldn't she you'll you'll see this girl she lives in an apartment i think she's going to work or something but wouldn't she not have the Waymo app? So I, yeah, I believe you're going to see she's Waymo not like a she's not big tech or anything. Uber, yeah. So yeah, so I think she's right. I think the article saw the Waymo thing and said no, it was a Waymo. I think it's an Uber Uber with the Waymo. Um, so here is how they work, and here is her take on. Yo, this is a driverless Uber. <laughs> it's coming to pick me up, dude. There it is. There it is. There it is. Oh my goodness, I'm getting it. Oh, dude, I can't, I can't. Where are you going? Oh my gosh, this dude, this driverless Uber just came to my apartment to pick me up. Dude, <laughs> I can't do it. I gotta call my phone. I gotta call my phone. Oh, okay, so I unlocked the door with my phone. Oh my god, okay. This is lit, dude. Like, uh -huh. dude, I'm so bougie. Hey, Brittany, good afternoon. Okay, so I just need to start crying. Let's go take me to the airport. Hello, how are you? It just locked. Oh my, no. Oh, y'all chill out, dude. It's Chinese. <laughs> what? Oh, in the name of Jesus, I just anoint this. Jesus, literally take the will, Lord. Take the will. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yo, how does this thing... Uh oh. This is the future. I'm calling my dad. Oh, I gotta put my seatbelt on. Of course! Connected to rider support. This call may. Okay, so it doesn't take freeways. So, yeah, it's, um, pretty slow. Oh, I wish this thing went on the freeway, but it doesn't. So, it's okay. Lord Jesus is gonna get me to this airport on time, in Jesus' name. I would only take this thing if I have all day. Like, yeah, I, I literally live so close to the airport. But this thing, it doesn't go on freeways, so I just got stuck behind a train. And it literally goes the speed limit. Like, I'm alive, guys. I made it to the airport. Hallelujah. So, you saw her excitement level, and you saw her going, "Jesus, what is this route, dude?" Like, <laughs> the fact that but don't hit they the have cameras? Don't they have cameras in the Waymo that would actually catch her recording the whole entire thing? Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, probably, they I probably might... record it, but they don't watch the footage. I'm sure, you know. Well, you're not supposed to record it. You're not it. supposed to. 
<coughs> but, but I mean, yeah, but, but there's people having sex in them in the back of San Francisco cruises. So true, pretty sure, sure the Nobody's rules went out the window. <laughs> I, think I like they how she called like... it. I like at the beginning, she called it like bougie. And at the end, she's just like, just get me to the airport. Because <laughs> it can't go on the highway. So here's the, so here, let me get to this. This is what. This is the article from the street. So engineer whistleblower explains why safe full driving can't ever happen. Um, now, um, so the technology remains heavily flawed. Last week, uh, there are a number of uh, vulnerabilities in the artificial intelligence models that power self-driving cars, not the least of which involves a lack of standardized testing platforms across the industry to ensure independently verified safe models. Dude, this is that's a big comment, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. But here's where the real problem comes in. So it says, safe human-level self-driving, however, isn't somewhere up around the bend. According to the Navy veteran and engineer Michael uh, DeCourt, uh, the costs, he says, in human lives, time and money are too high for true self uh, self-driving to ever be achieved. The issue for DeCourt, okay, so um, he's an engineer. He's the engineer who exposed Lockheed Martin's subpar safety practices in 2006. It was him specifically. Uh, is that his? So the issue for him is that the artificial intelligence, uh, an AI with human level intelligence and reasoning capabilities, does not exist. So the AI that makes self-driving cars uh, uh, work work learns through extensive pattern recognition. Human drivers, he said, are scanning the environment at all times. When they see something, whether it be a group of people about to cross an intersection or a deer at the side of the road, they react without needing to understand the details or a potential threat color, for example, or things of that nature. Um the system has to experience something to learn it. The, the problem with these systems is they work uh, from the pixels out. They have to hyper classify. And so he's he's basically saying because one, you have to stumble on all the variations of what could happen for the car to learn it. So it, it almost becomes like, hey, what grade is your autonomous car? Oh, he's an eighth grader. You know, like, has it been through, oh, has it been through one of these? Or, oh, did it have to stop at a four-way intersection because the lights went down? Like, they've all only learned different things, and there's no standardized testing to say, yes, this is the criteria for them to be out on the street. I think that's one of the best arguments I've ever heard, um, because that should exist. There should be, like, a level testing, not only, like, yeah, run them over in this these spaces on these roads, there should be a level of okay. Can it pass this standardized test? But I guess let me ask this question: How is that different than the normal seventeen-year-old first getting their driver's license? <sighs> See, that's I think that part of what I've said before is that I mean I don't think it can never work, but I think it's an all-or-nothing thing. I think it's got to be all AI or all not. Because, I mean, then you got to factor in the 17-year-old and the AI that only has a year of experience. They, like, this article goes on to say, like, how some of these cars have 15 years experience, so they run better. So you're saying as they get older and are going to die, 
that's when they work their best. And they can't be cloned, so the, by the way, either. Each car needs to learn on its own. So I think that goes to the question of how they manage the, the actual AI. Is it individual modules in each car? Because that would be the way to change it. It'd have to be like a centralized AI, like a hive mind that everything that's like always calculating across. Now, so we know the, like the internet it's the AI four is there, same but... components that they all work under. So like it's the LIDAR, the LIDAR, the radar, the mapping and the communication. And um, so where did I see it? The normal manuals are all contro controlled by one central processor. So the LIDAR, for instance, is laser lights that goes off all the time in different weathers, different things. So my car would learn different things than your car, John. And at a different rate, too. Right. But that's what I'm saying. That's why they'd have to change it to something that's centralized, where instead of it looking at like what the cars learn, it's looking at what a database, uh, what information is in a larger database that all the cars has learned. That's right. has to be, you know, the cloud base, essentially. I mean, it's almost like there needs to be a school, though. <laughs> Did your car go to autonomous school? No, but just that it plays well with others. You know, I mean, yeah. even the other autonomous is because they don't share their notes. So the way that they program these are completely different. So that's kind of what I was saying about this centralized thing. They don't have a it's not like a common language. They're not, they're talking yeah. to each other. Yes, they're using the same equipment, different brands and whatnot, but it's communicating with each other differently. Cause if it was, if every one of them was the same, there wouldn't be all these companies. I mean, if it was exactly the same. I'm so I don't know. I mean, government had that like made them be all the same. You know, I mean, and I see that uh, Mr. D mentioned Tesla. There was more about Tesla at the bottom. Tesla was the one that was given a little accolades, but let me see because it was. Yeah, I found it interesting. Would have to be basically would be the only way to make. So it here, work. here's what it says about Tesla. Tesla's, I, I found this interesting. Tesla's beta version of FSD, full self-driving, um, according to Elon Musk, has covered some 300 million miles. The company would have to scale up mileage by a hundred to a thousand times to create a system that is as good as humans, um, according to Rand's calculations. And that's not the person. Rand is the calculation meter that is being used here throughout like a 2018 study by Rand found uh, that self-driving cars seem to improve. Uh, it gets harder to analyze their performance accurately because of the rare rarity of certain edge cases. Again, meaning has it ever encountered one of these or, um, but so basically um, would have to go up a hundred to a thousand times to create as what the human is still as Musk himself inadvertently demonstrated in a recent demo drivers uh, can't yet take a nap while their Tesla takes them somewhere. Humans need to be ready to take control at a moment's notice. And that's, and Tesla is also facing a, um, a series of five investigations into the safety of FSD software too. So, I mean, I like, I like Elon. I, I mean, I'm all for Tesla's good. Bang them out. Let's do it. But it, I mean, you know, it's again, I just, I think people are starting to jump the gun a little bit again. I've said this a bunch of times with autonomous, but I feel like they're starting to get really excited. Like it's around the corner and it's not, 
again. <laughs> I, I just mean... think it's a, I think it's going to come. I just I think it's the way of the future, but it's 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 a way it's always a way. I think they're I think they're my personal opinion, they just did it too quickly without working out any of the kinks. I feel like they just pushed it out without understanding what actually the technology does. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't it like in a few months that we're gonna have flying cars too? <laughs> I mean, remember that evil guy from that evil movie who put on that <laughs> speech about his flying car? <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I found that interesting. Um, that article, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, been hacking. Um, and then Instacart IPO'd this week, um, went up the first day. Went back to and then closed about three dollars above where it, it launched was it was thirty bucks a share, uh, got up to like forty two, went back down, and then I think it's down a little bit today too. Um, but it's the first one that we'll see by the end of the week, I guess tomorrow. But it's the first one. If you guys remember Uber and Lyft, boom, they were at half their value first day. I mean, it was like t like just craziness. So at least like their thirty nine billion valuation that turned into eight to 10 or whatever it was i mean that's probably you know it's more right so um but again i don't i don't really know i'm i'm starting to be concerned with you know i guess why they did i think why they did is i mean there there's also some articles out about like you know how dare they when they just got dr drivers pay in half it's not like some of these other apps where instacart has some other plan in mind either as far as i can tell they don't have like, you know, like Walmart has plans where they, you know, they're like, we don't need people in about a few months. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, mean? think a, I think they, I, well, that's another story for another day. I have my own opinion on that. I mean, they are, but they are spending the most out of all of those companies on robotics and robotic learning. And that says yeah. a lot. I mean, they are really, when it is able, they are going to go bye. <laughs> 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 Bye, people. <laughs> I mean, robot, they have the most, 90% of America lives within 10 miles of Walmart. Yeah. They got the most foot, biggest footprint in America. Yeah. Well, well I know they want those stocking, it. they want those stocking ones to go. They want the, um, I don't know. They're testing those out, right? In some markets, they want the, the bots that actually stock the orders, right? They got, I want to say there's probably 10, 11, 10, 11 markets are in now. Yeah. They're growing little, let's say little by little, but, you know, relatively little by little. You know, it's like, I think it's like 10, 12 stores uh, this year, then another similar amount next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, <laughs> I, won't, I won't even get in. I won't do that one. I don't know. It's too, it's too weird. <laughs> Well, it, it's because I just we just covered it on the para uh, para just dropped today, um, and it, and we had Sergio on for it too, um, so it's we fully covered it. So I would say go watch it. Um, there's some there's some things you all need to know. We talked about, um, and it's not bad. We're not just dissing on it. We actually dissected it for you guys into three pieces. So. Sergio, David, and I explained what 22 is, who's bearing the weight of it, who's paying for it, who's receiving it, and where are the extra billions going? So it's not just about why is nobody seeing this and we hate Prop 22. It's not what it is. We're concerned about where the money is going because if you guys aren't aware, 
prop 22 was never it was never solidified in that in their proposal that the companies would be paying it it was just assumed and it was also supposed to benefit rideshare drivers no rideshare driver benefits from it because they make that much in an active hour only the delivery people do but they did prop 22 even though they voted on it after they did prop 22 went into effect in january 2020 they had no idea the delivery platforms were going to take off in three months so there's this whole thing about where you have to work 15 hours or you have to work 25 hours for an entire quarter to get that weekly prop 22 money and we know that 85 percent of the gig economy doesn't work more than seven hours so here's the thing it was assumed that the gig economy companies would be paying for Prop 22 the way it just kind of felt. And it, I'm so surprised by all this. It's like the constitutional challenge. It's like there's 200 lawyers on either side and you guys didn't even realize this might be an issue. Come on. You know, it's like these simple things where I'm like, really? But so basically now they, um, with the Prop 22, the customer pays a dollar to a dollar fifty on every order, whether it be food or whatnot, and it's line itemed for them on their receipt. But so the company is taking in a dollar to a dollar fifty per transaction. Sergio did it, and he said, you know, there was three million transactions in this amount of time, and that would be this many billion dollars. And then we did how much had been paid out in Prop Twenty Two. And it was 9% of what they took in from the customers. Wow. So where's here the becomes, the, here's the question. Where's the money? And say, where's the money going? Yeah. So Sergio filed a, what is it? A SEIO um, to try it. Cause you can, you can request to know where your state's money is moving things. Um, but he hasn't got a reply yet. And nobody can answer it. Nobody. I took it to Kim Cavan, took it to Karen Anderson. Nobody knows. So you really like, can't great. follow the money trail. Like you literally can't. No, because they're taking it on every, I mean, they'd have to go through a full audit of all of California's drivers on every platform, pull every amount. And it's dynamic too. Of course it is. These apps love that. Because if it was a straight dollar on everyone, it'd be fairly easy. But it's like, oh, that one's 72. That one's 89. That one's $1.27. Why? But do because you think we... Do you think that these companies are banking on that? So like, eh, yeah, no one's going to go do. through all this trouble to find out where this is. I do. Because it's going to take forever for them to find out. In the meantime, we're just going to be positive. We're going to be pocketing. Because here's, so, here's something Sergio said that he was like, because he's like, because you know what happened, Stephen. So I said to him, when we were talking, when we were recording, I said, I absolutely do. I said, more than 6 million people voted yes on Prop 22 in the bluest state in the country for a reason, because it wasn't that they wanted to vote alongside of Uber and DoorDash and these companies. It was because they said, listen, I don't want to lose my Uber rideshare or my DoorDash food. So I'm voting yes on Prop 22. And Sergio's like, right now, would they have voted yes if they knew they were going to have to pay a dollar on every order? And I said, sadly, probably yes. <laughs> they will because they're still going to pay for the convenience. But my point is... It's wrong because it's okay. It's one thing when they say processing fee and this, and even those need to be looked into, but this was a proposition to go to drivers and only 9% of the money being taken in 
is going out to drivers because they're the only ones who qualify. It's crazy. There's requirements you have to meet to get Prop 22. That's crazy. I mean, again, the, the tiers are 15 hours and 25 hours a week, so it's not that high, but most people, most people don't do that. Well, also knowing Sergio, he's not going to stop until he gets the answers that he's looking for either. So it should be very interesting to see how far he gets. And also, I don't know if you know this, but remember when him and um, trying to blank on the guy's name found that little discrepancy mm -hmm. that wasn't so little. Yeah. It was I can't a million. Who... Right. But check this out. He said forever. What was it? Uber was doing a 75 cent prop 22 charge. Two weeks after that happened, it went to 79. And he said, if you did the math, I can't remember exactly how it was. That four cents was exactly the difference they had to make up. So all they did was wow. just pass on four, like, oh, that's 75. You pay for prop 79 now. So they still got their money. They didn't have to come out of pocket yeah. for it. So yeah. And they just said, we'll just charge the money. customers more. Oh, you need that from us? We'll just—I mean, this is how I mean, this is. Well, that's why we always say it's going to happen. It's always going to be the customers that pay the difference. But he—but here's what he was saying. He was saying that every—he's like every quarter. He's like, there's multi billions of dollars missing from Prop Twenty Two money. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, guys, I—I I really don't know what to say because it totally makes sense because. Here's the thing. We know for a fact that like, let's say John lived in um, John lived in San Diego and I lived in L.A. and we both have our prop 22. It's not like, well, in our market, only this many drivers qualify. So we lower the prop 20. No, you're you're every customer. Every order is getting a prop 22 charge. And it's definitely not going out because only nine percent of the drivers are, are able to claim. So that's an interesting statistic, and I'm sure Sergio knows the, the statistic on it. So out of 9%, oh, my God, that's a lot of money that they're pocketing, if you really think yes. about it. Yeah, because all you have to do is take, like, even the DoorDash orders, the amount of DoorDash orders in a month in California, and it's at least a dollar surcharge on Prop 22 and up to a dollar seventy-five. Wow. That's on every one, but it's at least $1. So... However many orders are done on DoorDash in California every month, that many dollars at minimum, probably upwards of one and a half times that, but at least $1. So at least that number in real money and it's and only 9% of it's going out. Yeah, that's Again, I, 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 whenever, whenever it's something's this easy to spot, I always question like, dude, how is this? What? <laughs> like, why are people not going... Yo, where's the money, man? <laughs> like, How is it legal? I don't, you know, look at, I mean, DoorDash has been caught multiple times stealing. Uber's been kicked out of countries. It probably isn't legal. Let's just, I mean, and I'm just being honest. I don't think we work, again, and I don't think I'm stepping out of line here to say, I don't think we work for a very, I don't think we work for very ethical platforms. You think? I do. I, you know, like I, I just got to keep my, like Gary got me this for Christmas. I got to keep my moral compass in, in line. <laughs> I can't do anything about the other ones, you know. You can't control this company. These companies are all trying to make a profit. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that it's going to be on the behalf of, you know, everybody that's trying to 
earn a living, the, the, the drivers, the restaurants, uh, not to mention their old employees. So. Yeah, but they, okay, so they jack up the prices at the restaurants. They're like, you got to pay this Prop 22 money. And we all think, oh, the companies are having to pay that. That must really ding them. But then they're putting a line item charge on every order for it, and they're making money off it. And, and they're still know, not the profitable somehow. But the customers aren't going to be any wiser. Like they don't pay attention. They just want their food. No, you could probably they could probably du- they could probably double the prop twenty two number they on everyone. Could, a customer would never even know. They just want their food when they want, and they want to get to their house. Like they don't care how much they're paying. It does. To get it it there. does say it. It does say prop twenty two. There's a line item. I know but that. You're but right. do customers but you're really care. Right. Yeah, you're. I think you're right. That's what I was saying. Like when Sergio said, "Had they known when we went to vote." for prop 22 that the companies weren't paying for it but the customers would be he's like maybe it would have been different that's when i said no it wouldn't have you could have told them you're going to be all charged three dollars extra per ride per order do you still want to and they still would have voted yes because they they didn't want to lose uber lyft and all their food delivery apps the price people pay but yet it's considered a no. I, I know what I was going to say something not appropriate, so I'm going to shut my mouth. I guess only nine. I guess only nine percent of the drivers are making minimum wage. Um, it was in the fine print of Prop Twenty Two. Um, what would? Wait, is that a joke or what was in the fine print? Because we've been through the Prop Twenty Two thing, and nowhere did it say the excessive amounts we will collect we will be banking on and keeping and only distributing to the drivers whichever amount of poor it it definitely sounded like all this money will go to the drivers in every part of that but yet like nobody ever did the math of of what they were asking you for 15 hours a week or 25 are the tiers and if you don't do it you don't get the prop 22 and if you remember, we we all of, all of us and Gary and Hannibal, we remember um, talking about how people were working multiple platforms and scamming Prop yeah. Twenty Two. Yeah. But really, doing that was making the companies more money. It was because every the, transaction the you did, they were charging the customer. Crazy. I mean, I, I'm I'm literally I'm sick and blown away at the same time. Wow. And again, had there not been a pandemic, when when this went into place and they knew that, had there not been a pandemic, this wouldn't have even hurt in any way because they don't pay any to the rideshare drivers. And delivery was dead. So the way they were looking at it, they didn't even think about delivery. You know? So now, like, if because I was saying, you know, if somebody's up in San Francisco, it's nineteen dollars and eighty-eight cents minimum wage there. So you do the hundred and twenty percent, you're at twenty-four dollars, approximately. Um, if you do two two fifty door dashes in San Francisco in an hour, you're going to get twenty-four dollars. But even though the base pay was only five for the two orders, you're going to get a check from DoorDash for nineteen. Now you only did two deliveries, and they only did two Prop twenty-two charges. But they're taking one on every rideshare driver, too, and the rideshare drivers never see any. And there's more rideshare than there is food delivery in California. Wow. That's weird, huh? Yeah. 
I mean, it's not only, I mean, it's, it's just disgusting, but it's weird. Like this should be, you should be, we should be able to figure this out. They have some explaining to do this. I mean, I get that algorithms can be sneaky, but we just presented something right now that this should be public record. It's a publicly traded company. It should be public record. This is beyond any algorithm that there is out there. This is kind yeah, of this is math. this is this is tweaking a law and a law that was made to give you a carve out to the utmost. Wow. And here they are, like all these lawyers are focused on the constitutional challenge. And I'm like, shouldn't you be concerned where all these billions are going? <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's almost like Uber's glad to be over here. Like, yeah, we'll sit in. We'll sit in Supreme Court with you about this constitutional challenge that'll never win. Just don't look over here. I can tell you where (laughs) it's not going. Where? In our pockets. (laughs) Oh, because I was going to say, and then there's the Washington state model that he likes. And then there's this, and I will just bring it up. You know, we're here. Why not? Um, This is the Massachusetts bill. Um, and it it won't bore you guys. I'll just I'll go through it quickly because it's not good regardless. Um, so okay, let me I'll I'll just run through the timeline really quickly here. So Massachusetts, two years ago, a ballot was put into place to permanently keep gig workers ICs permanently. Um, for those not familiar with the process in Massachusetts, all states are different. Um like some states use referendums, uh, California's um, does uh, propositions, Massachusetts does ballot questions. And these ballot questions are come on at the voting and then become law. So uh, in 2022, um, effectively, what they were trying to do was carbon copy Prop 22 exactly and fight what was going to be a ballot initiative for exactly an AB5, which would kill normal independent contractors too. At the time, Maura Healy was the attorney general for the state. Um, Maura Healy asked for that ballot vote that, that everybody wanted to vote. They wanted to vote on it in 22 and lock it down. Maura Healy, the attorney general at the time, removed the ballot from like a week before the vote removed it from the questions so now these voters who were like really wanting to vote on this it wasn't even on there and before the vote happened it had to go to the supreme court supreme court has a special interest group share program it's weird with some of more healy's thing so they let her pull that ballot that's not usually done in that state Fast forward to today, Healy is no longer the attorney general. She is the governor of Massachusetts. And she's pushing for a bill called H-1099. It's it's 93 pages. It wants to kill all independent contractorship. It's AB5. The gig companies, the Flex Association, did, uh, they, they are doing they're 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 challenging another ballot that's going to happen and this one's bad as well so there's two of these horrible ways one's going after all ICs 
And then you guys tell me about this one. This is another ballot question. The App-Based Drivers Classification Act. I mean, I don't know about you. I'll tell you, but it doesn't. I'll, I'll tell you about it, but it doesn't sound good already, right? That word no. classification should be very scary. Um, but basically, uh, let me pull up the, this is what, so like we saw it here. Um, California saw it around AB, or around Prop 22. Washington State did. We saw it when Stephanie Vigo was doing her legislation. And now they've seen it from the apps in Boston. So I'll pull up the DoorDash one because um yeah because i think i have it right here yeah, i do okay so <clears throat> they emailed us when they wanted to when stephanie was going to push that um um uh, that bill and so here's what they emailed all dashers in the boston and and all of massachusetts Next fall, Massachusetts voters will have the opportunity to protect, protect the flexibility and independence that dashers love when it comes to app-based work. Special interests in Massachusetts say that dashers like you should be employees, which means you lose your ability to work when, where, and how you want. We know you value having flexibility, no clocks to punch, and no boss to answer to except for yourself. This ballot initiative will both protect your independence, provide you with new benefits and protections. Okay, so let's look. Here's the four bullet points of what you're going to get. This is what DoorDash is telling you you need to, like, you need to, they're asking you to, they did it here too, reply and say you agree with this. And then what they do is take your name and add it to their list of names. They really want you to agree to this. This is their offer, and it's not good. Um protects your ability to work independently and flexibility. Okay. Um, guarantees that dashers will earn at least $18 per hour on a delivery. But check this out. That's first of all, it's active time. So we're talking, this is just like prop 22 kind of thing. Only it's just working. The whole state is 18 an hour, but here's the kicker plus 28 cents per mile on delivery uh, with tips on top. That's a very tricky thing. My friend Dana and I dissected this. So 28 cents per mile on delivery. They can't touch the federal write-off of 65 cents. And every state is usually very, is exactly synced up. But by taking this, you are negating your state tax right to write off 65% or 65 cents. You can't write off your miles. Well, that's not good. You only get paid the 28 cents after you get the delivery or get the passenger and take them to destination. Not even once you accept and drive to it. Just that. Just the phase three. So you're losing and now, so they, they, they want to pay 28 cents um, a mile on those miles. Now, again, for your federal taxes, for your federal, you'll be able to claim 65. They can't touch that, but... <clears throat> what they want to do is this, because here's the thing. They think that we're not trustworthy. They think a lot of people on their taxes are forging the crap out of miles. And I hate to be, I hate to say it. I think they might be right. I don't think this is a solution, but I do think a lot of people forge big time with their numbers. I'm just saying, 
you know um but then so that's a thing and then gives you access to benefits like health care support and paid sick time in massachusetts you work full-time all four quarters the most you can bank is three sick days period so that's it so that's worthless health care um i just i just learned how much like like canada it is massachusetts is the closest state with health care to canada how canada is 90 percent of people in massachusetts have free health care so this is you're getting like this little perk up from that and then <clears throat> enhances safety protections and puts in place new insurance requirements to cover medical costs and disability payments if you're injured on the job that's all it does and for that it's it becomes floor meets ceiling so if you're making and this is this was a person this is my friend dana in boston who's been doing gig work since 2015 that i talked about this with so if you're making 35 an hour and you know what 30 hours you like to work to make that happen we saw this happen in new york now you'll be able to make 18 19 at all times wow. Because you, if you're a 35 earner, you have to make up for the dashers who can only make nine or eight. It's And again, I would bring up the Prop 22 money. We know that because they're not going to pay for it. They're going to make the good drivers give some of their money back to the drivers who can't, who can't cut it. Wow. Crazy. I mean... I don't know. To me, it's like you get rid of all the good people. You're going to go back to a high turnover thing. But isn't that what they're doing kind of already if you're really thinking about it? So not to like rain on anybody's parade, but next week we will be talking about four other states that are going to try and push the same stuff. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and New Hampshire all have this lined up to go in about two weeks too i mean it's it's ridiculous if you're gonna tell me that you know hey and i know we're talking about doordash i don't do a ton of doordash but we'll we can use this for the example if you're gonna tell me hey we're gonna make sure you're paid 18 an hour i'm not doing that i don't care if i do get the flexibility because i i already know what's gonna happen i'm gonna be lucky to ever pull a 20 dollar hour so why am i gonna do that all, you get all, to keep, but you can... get to keep the tips, though, right? <clears throat> yeah, but okay. So let's say that you see another five. Here's the th here's part of the problem too, though. Let's remember that some people in California are maybe they don't notice it as Prop 22, but they notice that their delivery fees are through the roof, right? Some people have gotten very wise and realized that the company has to pay the delivery people, so that they stopped tipping. Because they said, why would I? He makes 24 bucks an hour, whether he does one or two deliveries. So they already think of it like DoorDash is tipping them now. Does that make sense? So they're like, yeah. I don't need to tip. They're charging me more and screw this. Do that. So my my point is is I mean you're taking out the tipping culture you're you're just you're going to make that minimum amount. We it look they did it in New York years ago, but right before the pandemic, 
They did this with Rideshare. And I know people who were in New York who were easily making over 50 bucks an hour when they worked. They could not make over like 30, 32 because it was that minimum 2786 with expenses. So all the people who were making 11 got 2786 and all the people I knew who hustled and crushed it were making 32 who were making 55. Hmm. I mean, to me, it's all these things that we talk about would all be better solved if somebody just defined the damn gig economy. Yeah. Like into, into what we always talk about. I mean, maybe we weren't, maybe we're not using the exact right words here, but some kind of hybrid. Cause it's not traditional IC work. It's not. But it is flexible time, and so it is somewhat of an IC thing. But the fact that we're every state's debating how to slam some laws down before there's even a definition as to what it is is crazy to me. I'm like, why not just call it hybrid? Let's set some standards on it, then see where the cards fall. You know, I don't know. I feel like we're letting the states get ahead of the laws, and laws like these just won't work. We live in a free enterprise. You're taking that away from the companies. And I'm not, I'm not standing up for Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash here, guys. But to be honest, it is a free country. And until you can prove they're breaking laws, we got to roll with it because you gave them businesses license. You let you take their kickbacks to your state. You take you let you take their free rides to voting. You take their free rides to home on New Year's Eve. Your city's in bed with them, so good luck. I mean, it's tough to pull the, hey, we got to follow the law card when they've been breaking the law to give you freebies for a long time. <laughs> but I guess, you know, to me, this sounds awful. And I, I really wonder now, too, why wouldn't Lyft and Uber want to go to every state and sell Prop 22? They make money off Prop 22. Right. I mean, I would be at every stake one. Dude, you need Prop 22. Yeah. Like we all used example. to be like, dude, this must kill these companies. Now we know. It doesn't kill them. They're, that's part of their profit. Yeah. They're banking on it. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, if they have two, it's like, it's like if they're charging you two, three times as much as they should. Well, now they're just charging you four because of Prop 22. And they're like, like wait, we can make money off this. They saw it as a business opportunity. Right. And then they can it also, good exactly. Then they can say, we set these standards. You agreed to them. Most of you just don't hit 15 hours. Yeah. You don't qualify. Sorry. And it's, oh, and it's not cross-platform either. So if you are multi-apping, you need to do 15 on one. Right. You have to do... 15, One, 15 on each per, per per each platform, correct? To even qualify. If you do 10 yeah. on every platform, on you five don't. platforms and work 50 hours, you get Zill. Right. <clears throat> but they got 50 times a dollar to a dollar 75 on everything you did. Or during that 50 hours. Like if you did 100 deliveries, they got 100 transactions of Prop 22 money from you. But they didn't yeah. pay you a dime. I don't know. 
So it seems like they are trying to get people to do like a single app, but I don't, or is that that they're the best way that makes them money? I don't know. It's it's like the the Instacart being profitable for the first time ever because of advertising. Where this where'd that come from? <laughs> like like I was reading it too. They're like last year they made the last year they did have a profit. It was like four million, but this year it was like six hundred million because of advertising. Like what? Like I'm like That's I would you know maybe you. Uber's gonna come out and be like, hey man, we made like a billion dollars off Prop Twenty Two. <laughs> wait you're not supposed to be making money off that start bringing out their numbers if anything it was supposed to teach them a lesson you know kind of thing like you treat your workers bad pay them this difference and they're like dude this is sweet we're making money on this (laughs) (laughs) i don't know guys i've had a wicked bad cough um I don't know what else I had. <clears throat> what else I had? Um, the EU thing was weird. Uh, they're going through what we're going through. It's called the EU gig worker law. It, if it goes into place, Uber has said that it will be a minimum forty percent price hike across the board on everything, food and ride share. Wow. So there goes the amount of drivers needed. And then the other thing too was that we're starting to see subsidized states. I guess that's the only other thing I really had. Um, which that really worries me. I don't know. Maybe other people don't read into that as much, but that really worries me a lot because like Saranac Lake, they're giving, they're, they're kind of like parking their public transportation and they're paying for half of all Ubers and Lyfts. Like between 10 and 10 or something. I don't know. It's like, really? Like this is where we, I mean, to me, I feel like that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not, it's not just, it's not dissing. It's just like, really like we, okay. So snap EBT half price rides, like what's going on and the city's subsidizing. What's in what, what? Well, it sounds like that's, <laughs> that's going to be their way to make money is, you know, basically gov- government subsidies, which is uh, the government's always going to be a cash flow. But then, so uh, that's exactly what I was thinking too, John, but then won't, so shouldn't we, I don't want to be total negative here, but in that case that you just said, wouldn't you then be concerned that things will not, and I'm not trying to be negative, will not get better for drivers ever? I mean, I I kind of think we're there now. Because uh, I, I mean, what is the path towards better from where we're at now? I guess that would be the, the better question. I mean, it's, you know, there's going to be legislation. Um, I would rather see where it keeps us IC and just allows us our rights, but including like kind of how the Colorado bill was maybe tweaked out better or whatnot, but, you know, show me full transparency, you know, show line items to the customers. Even I care about that side of it. Let them know so that they tip better. Let them see how bad this company's ripping them off. Um, you know, um, the right to appeal deactivations, um, you know, and getting rid of acceptance rate, like not, not saying it doesn't matter, removing it from the app. So you don't even see it. So yeah, I think that'll be the way things get better for drivers. It'll be from a, uh, non-financial perspective in the sense that they're not going to raise 
face pay or anything like that, but they may give more transparency. They yeah. may provide more information to customers. That that'll be the way things probably get better. And to me, that would be better because I've always, I mean, look, I've always said that if you like I am with Curry, if you and Curry doesn't have AR, but like if you show me something and it's got every detail in it and it sucks, I can't look at your business. You can price it out how you want. I'm just not gonna take it. Don't punish me for not taking it. So if that happens, I really I don't if you want to charge a penny to every Uber customer to go anywhere in Denver and you want to offer me a half a penny to take them, I just won't be taking any rides on your platform. But at least now, you're being honest. If you want to run your company into the ground, you have every right to do so. Yeah. Would there be potential, would this be a potential, I guess, positive side from a driver perspective if all of a sudden, you know, they give people who have snap ebt more more i guess resources to get rides with but the same number of drivers are still out there would that cause more things to surge and then potentially that's the way people get paid more because now there's more there's more work and there's more demand but but the supply is low so just basic economics yeah is that i mean to me to me you know with transparency if they ever get to a point of saying how we were saying that the one thing that could benefit it's, is transparency, why not just kind of put into it things that Gary's apps and things offer, you know what I mean? Like just put filters in there. I don't take rides for less than this. I don't. And, and in that case, if you're being transparent, just don't even send me the ones that don't meet those. Don't even show them to me. You know, I mean, maybe I'd never see an offer. Maybe everybody else has their threshold at half my price. But, well, it's not like that one app somebody was saying that where you uh, you basically I think it was Nova was saying that you set your own prices and uh, is it in or was that somewhere in the East Coast? Dumpling, you do that for one. But it's for rideshare. It was like oh yeah yeah area. yeah 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 yep. I remember now. Yeah, he was doing a different rideshare company. It was just in D.C. or something. Yeah, or that maybe it was a that would be cities. another. Yeah, that that that'd be a that's a better model, I think too. I mean. I wonder what's stopping that company. Well, obviously, we know what's stopping that company from growing is Uber and Lyft, and those companies throwing lots of money at people not finding out that those companies exist as options. I think that's it right there. Rides. Rids. Rides. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that, that should be the future. Yeah. Um, I don't know, guys. Uh, Steve, again, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, I've been digging into all this stuff and it's kind of uh, depressing. Um, so when, you know, when you guys are thinking about like, damn, if face pay goes down, don't worry about that stuff. There's way bigger problems. <laughs> Empower or is that it? Maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think that, I think that was in VADC. I think that has to be it. Cause that was a DC thing. Okay. Yeah, Scrabble, that's rideshare. If that's rideshare, that's probably it. Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, I would, I would, I'm not a rideshare driver, but I'd more consider doing a rideshare because of that, knowing that I'm not going to have to take a, you know, a mystery from point A to who knows where. You'd have to be working with some straight up people, though. Like, you'd have to, because it, you know, they'd have to get to a straight point, like, okay, charge whatever you want. We take 10%. They'd have to get to a, a static 
amount they take. Well, I think they said that you the the way the company makes the money is you have to pay like a you pay a fee to be on their platform, and then you have like what did he say? I don't know if it was like a month, number of hours or a number of rides or something, but you pay that fee and yeah, then that's how the company makes money. Then from there, you're just your own contractor. See, I would I would even think, dude, just set a threshold. Just say you know like in the beginning with Uber, it was fifteen eighty five eighty five to me. Just say, fine, we're going to take 15%. Let me price myself out at what I want. That, therefore, you're wanting me to price high. And you're still wanting it be, to help it should me. be a free market. Yeah, if I have a nice car and I'm doing ride share and, I, and you're like, damn, he's got himself priced pretty high and you're with Uber, you're still going to want to get me out there because I'm going to make you the most. Right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, part of me thinks if you were the highest price too, you're not going to get any, but... If they did something static, they're going to be competitive. With, it's going to be depending on what you know other people are pricing because people are going to price reasonably enough to cover their expenses and whatnot. And because uh, they did try that in LA for like a month, I remember, and I remember people were doing the race to the bottom. And I guess that would be my only thing is how do you not trigger that? So the the funny thing is there is definitely there's two types of people. There are people that. When they see a low price, they go for it. There's people that when they see a low price, they get super suspicious and they're like, nah, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think there's going to be people that go for the low price. There's going to be people that go for the mid price. And there's, of course, the people that won't be in anything less than a electrified, you know, symbol Lexus, Mercedes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it'll work itself out. Yeah, I mean, like, look at cabbies used to have a system where they were dispatched, but I mean, I'm sure maybe, maybe not, but I'm sure some people in the chat or whatnot, like somebody's taken a ride with a cab where they didn't hit the fare back in the day or something. And they were just, they're just like, yeah, 20 bucks, get in. Like they used to have a way of working things. This was pre-GPS and, you know, like, or GPS all the time kind of things and so, I mean, like, they had a way of, like, scamming that. So, not calling it scamming, but, like, a way of, like, setting at least for Kind of like care. what the Uber drivers do in Vegas. It's like, hey, you know, you want to give me $20 and you just cancel the ride. I'll take you there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and yeah, and half of those people don't even work for Uber. They just have the sticker. Yeah. They're just, like, trying to do <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> so like, I don't have my app on right now, but I can drive you anywhere you want. Just, that just sounds like the shadiest business ever. <laughs> so, you guys, what we're trying to, what we tried to do tonight, and it it'll happen next week, um, and hopefully Gary will be back next week. But we want to stream to all the channels because I did it with Holly this week on hers, and uh, and it helped her us bring some people over to her channel for dumpling, and we were saying it that way. But I just want to get as many people in here as we can, like. And tonight's been a little a little slower, but I mean, like we do get a great crowd in here. But why shouldn't it be a lot more? And why shouldn't it be on all the channels? Even if you're a guest, let you do it too. Like everybody should be doing it. It doesn't work for every show I do. Like I couldn't do it for Last Mile. I couldn't do it for my podcast. But for this one, it works. So we're we're trying it. Um, I don't know. I'll have to play with it a little more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm losing my voice, you guys, and. Uh, um, I don't know. I think uh I think we're I think that's it for the week. Uh 
And I don't even know what else I'm doing other than like 13 minutes because I got some other things I got to get on top of. But what do you guys go, got going on? Kim, what do you got going on? I have a video hopefully going out tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Um, other than that, um, just busy work. I'm just really busy working regular gig work, um, especially this weekend. We have um, the tropical storm is kind of coming up the East Coast. So it'll probably be a mm. tropical depression by the time it gets up here. But we have saw a lot of rain coming this weekend. But um, other than that, you know, Wednesday, money hungry. Um, Thursday, I'm back here and I, I gotta i gotta admit i've never i had never watched even one of his videos your driver mike i no, i, I mean no it's really? not a bad thing yeah i just never had and, and it's no bad there's i mean literally guys i don't know the guy there's no bad there at all but i watched the whole thing yesterday and i was like this guy's pretty cool like i don't <laughs> i was like well, I, i've never watched him before but it was a lot of fun talking yeah. with him and um, picking his brain. And he was definitely you know, different than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, very knowledgeable, um, very personable. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think it was a really good show. Yesterday we covered a lot of. It was a jam-packed show yesterday. We covered a lot in the hour and ten minutes that we were on. So um, definitely go check it out because it was definitely worth checking out. Because it was funny because he's all like, usually I've never been on the opposite end of StreamYard. It's weird being on this side of StreamYard. So it was fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's I guess that's what I was getting at. I don't know if he does anything with anyone. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I again, I don't watch. I don't. Yeah, I, 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 don't I wouldn't see know. much of him doing on anybody else's stuff. Yeah, now that you mention it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I thought it. I thought he was interesting. I thought I thought he totally fit in well and meshed with you guys. And yeah, I and like, you know, uh, I, like there was a time Zach went to you about with a question, yeah. and then afterwards he was moving on to the next, and Mike just kind of stepped in. He was like, "This is when I knew I liked the guy." So like, he stepped in. He's like, "Well, can I answer it too?" Yeah, I'm like, yeah, go, right, go for it. But I will say this because I forgot to do a shout out last night. I'll do it now. And he's probably not watching. Maybe he'll watch the replay. But Sergio and Chris on Tuesday are doing the interview yes. um, with David um, Reicher from Lyft. Richard, I said that right? From Lyft. So that is huge for the channel. So if you guys aren't doing anything, it's next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, if I got the times right. Um, but it's definitely, mm -hmm. especially Sergio interviewing um, him. I think it'll be a really good show. So definitely tune in for that. So I forgot to plug it yesterday. So there you go, Sergio. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. Make sure we plugged it on the para thing too. Um, yeah. Do make sure, even if you don't, even if you don't do rideshare, make sure to watch that one. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it's going to be really good info for a lot of people. So I do know I was texting with Harry today because I, and, and it's not something I do that often, but then I was texting with Sergio because I was like, there's a podcast movement um, in March. And so I texted with Harry and I was like, what is Curbivore? Because this thing was like the 26th through the 29th of March in LA. Yeah. And so he's like, it's the 29th. And I was like, oh, that really works out well and then i and then i told sergio and he's like wait harry hasn't even told me the day he's like that's my birthday oh no and so i was like this oh this will be cool man like <laughs> so yeah i would love uh, to go to curbivore i think it would be a really yeah fun so curbivore time. this year is sergio's birthday too Aww. 
<laughs> so that might have to be a thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, that said, you guys, I'm I, uh, John. What before we get out of here? What do you got going on? Just shipped a video. Not shipped. Oh, I haven't done shipped in a while. Uh, Spark <laughs> videos. Spark. I think I was was watching the, uh, Chris write about shipped in the chat, and I got shipped on my brain. But no, Spark the, videos. Was the Spark video I watched with Hannibal yesterday from before? No, that was a, that was a new discussion. Yeah, we yeah, that's okay. a brand new video. Okay, so Han- so Hannibal finally went to doing interviews without crowd. I like that because yeah. when it when it came out as a, a you know it wasn't live, right? It was a premiere. Right, right, right. So I mean, that, that's that's Hannibal usually doesn't do those. You usually do it that way. He's always alive, been a live guy. But I saw yeah, it and I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And then it was like, and then I was like, it'll be eight minutes, like a Hannibal video. And it was like 30. And I was like, oh, okay, this is like a whole thing. Yeah. So it was a great conversation. A lot of, a lot of fun topics, a lot of insightful, a lot of insightful yeah. discussions. Definitely yeah. recommend everybody check it out. And yeah. And next week, guys, uh, we'll have some, we're going to have seats filled, whether I don't even know who they'll be. But uh, yeah. We have a um, Hunger Games lottery for the seats. We'll yeah i don't know um i i've been wanting to do another game show one too oh that's right that'd be fun too <laughs> you guys are all so, going down <laughs> i want to find a way to let the audience get in on it though because every time we've done those they've been fun i want to go back to the one that i did with lou and mary because that one you guys weren't you guys don't know about as much because you weren't there so um because that one was interesting too there were the games i was doing were really weird, like I had like this, uh, I'll just tell you one thing. I had this change thing. Did I didn't do that with you guys, did I? No. So I had this, uh, like, it's like a change bucket where you push it all in the top. And uh, and I knew exactly how much it was. And I just kept turning it slowly like this. And I was like, how much is in here? Closest one. <laughs> and, was, and, and like everybody, all the teams got one vote. And it was like, you know, it was like 4681. But you had to just watch me turning it and how many quarters were in there and nickels and how deep was it. And you could say Lou Lou and Mary were like, hold it straight. And I was like, <laughs> and they're like, okay, it's that big. It's that one. Okay. It's like probably like 50 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, some kind of game, maybe a game show, maybe like a, if we have nine, what's that game show? Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares. I think we, yeah, were, we had some that. idea of something like that. Yeah. I okay. So Hollywood you know what, guys? Next week I'm shooting for a game show, which means we need some people like Gigan. If you want to come on, Traveler, Miko, you know what? You guys just email me, Steve at rideshare If you'd want to come on a game show, we're gonna need like nine people. So you know Can I, I be know. the middle square? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch one though because I don't even remember what really? that game show is. Like I don't remember how it goes. You need two contestants though, and then nine squares. Two contestants and nine. I'm, oh, I'm gonna have to watch a YouTube video about Hollywood Squares. Would there be a way I to do all the rules? Like the uh, maybe it's the million now, but the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. You remember that one? Yeah, you would need four people for that. Right, but would there be a way for the two people to do that? Those rounds were like ones like trying to tell you what it is. Well, you would have to like 
if you would have all of our numbers, you would just text us kind you, of like you. the password type of thing. Okay. But we would have, I just see you would need what you need, like, ten, is it 10 words that you have to describe? Seven? It's seven. Seven. Magic number yeah. seven. It's seven yeah. words you have to describe. Yeah. So I guess you would have, I don't know how you would do that because you have to have like one after another after another. Well, I mean, if it was it, paired up people, pair, though, like if, it, if you and John were a pair, you could be reading to him. But I know, but usually you get a word and like, I would have to tell John like clues on what the word is, but then it goes to the next word. Like, I don't know how it would get to the next word. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. That's where I could text you. Yeah. I could text you a word, have the next word ready. As soon as you guys get it, send with the next word in. Yeah. And then, because if you also can say pass. Yeah. And then go to the next word. So I could just have seven words ready. I don't know, but we'll do a game show. Maybe maybe you guys can win 50 bucks. Maybe that'll fill up a quarter of your gas tank. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, we'll, do, we'll do some kind of game. Show. I don't even care if it's something like the last time. Yeah, I mean, it won't I'm be, like, it won't be the last times, but I, I we got creative. There was a couple little hiccups, but I can get creative. As long as we don't wear ugly about. sweaters again. <laughs> No, this is just gonna be like who's the like a like a true who's the best and we know kim's like extremely competitive so everybody's gonna have to bring their a game oh yeah <laughs> yeah so I'll, I'll figure it out i i maybe i just need to think of more game shows too hmm. um because when i did it with the with um lou and mary and other and a couple other people uh the drivens it was supposed to be like supermarket sweep a bit. Like it was like, I'd show like, uh, like a, even like a peanut butter can and I'd be like, okay. And then I'd take it away and I'd be like, how many calories did that have? So they weren't even looking for the thing that they, maybe they were like, okay, size or what, what's he going to ask or, or how much is it? Or, you know what I mean? But then I'd be like, okay, how many calorie, how many fat grams did the whole thing have? Like, <laughs> you know so and it'll say it on the front so it's like you got to take it in it was just weird things but i was trying to make up like my own supermarket sweep so maybe we can make gig oriented too like i think the last time you tried to do jeopardy but somehow it didn't end up being like jeopardy it did (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was jeopardy okay was it not? We did. No, we did. We did a Jeopardy. Yeah, because I had like the. But then we were saying what is, and then everybody would just say the name. I'm like, oh, there goes Jeopardy. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. I'll have to go back because I thought that worked. I'll I'll figure it out though. We'll have a we'll have a good game show one, and we'll get some other. And what I'll make you sure name that... that tune. Oh no, we can't. It's live, Dan. Sorry. Yeah, that's a um... copyright infringement. I don't know if it is though, to be honest. If you don't, if you don't monetize the stream, I mean, it's only a couple. Yeah, it'd be a risk, but it's it's only yeah, a couple yeah. songs that really rings it. The rest just say you can't monetize it. Yeah, that's why I named that tune. So, but we'll we'll do something. We'll do. Uh, I don't even know. Um, what's the whammy game? Is that possible? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Unless you have a digital ties of whammy that can go on the screen. <laughs> right. right. <So> <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, you guys, we'll figure something out. Because the last, if you missed the last time, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. I had fun. So, yeah. So maybe we just need a night of fun and maybe I'll somehow make it gig oriented. Maybe like it'll, we'll have a section of like, you know, would you take this? And we'll have what some if like, we did it. like a whole night of like funny stuff. Like yeah. not gig news, like just find like the funniest, like, memes the funniest gifts like giggly <laughs> like literally just like put them all up on the screen and just have like a good old laugh yeah yeah because times have been crazy so it'd be like it'd be like a good little reset for all of us so mm -hmm. we'll get some people Craziest on here we'll order we've fun. ever taken you know like stuff like that mm. yeah 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 um yeah okay i'll i'll find a way to blend a few games together or something wheel of fortune is that possible how are you gonna do a wheel <laughs> we have the giveaway wheel is there a way to use it that's a hashtag you just do a hashtag <laughs> <laughs> or you if you don't do any hashtag you can click a box that says don't use hashtags and it'll do everybody in chat okay yeah i don't know we'd have to like assign money to people <laughs> like gigan's worth a thousand <laughs> like <laughs> really because <laughs> you'd have to know what they're worth if you spun <laughs> i don't know we'll figure it out we'll figure it out um but regardless uh and rick you know rick if you want you've never been on this show or any show for what i know i think rick would be awesome to have i think here. i think i would love it rick if you want to come on next week you are totally invited so if you want to come on here and play some gig, the gig games, <laughs> it'll be like the Olympics and it'll just be like wacky, you know, but there'll be points and there'll be losers. And there'll be winners, <laughs> but we'll keep it fun. Like last time, last time I got accused of a bunch of stuff and I thought I did pretty good, but somebody was like, you didn't do that to Kim. And, Wait, why'd Kim's answer fly then if this doesn't? Because it was right. <laughs> but I feel like I was just, I feel like I was just kind of learning. I wasn't, tr I wasn't trying to cheat or like, <laughs> I'm like just trying to get through the damn thing. <laughs> So, <clears throat> but it was fun. And we, I think we all need a breath of fun. I don't know. I've been working my butt off. I've been tired all the time. Everybody in the world is sick around me. Um, I don't know if you guys are facing that too, but everybody in Denver is sick. Like, no. um, not even your area? No. That's weird. Most people I know are like, their areas are getting hit with it, with it big right now. Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, that said, you guys, that's it. I felt, I felt like this was low key. Next week's not going to be low key. It's going to be screaming. I'm going to have some loud shirt on. <laughs> not the one but like a, <laughs> not the classic maybe the classic i don't know um that one's really gonna it's still hot here john you probably know this like i thought it was cooling off john even though john's in arizona and you think it's a lot hotter we're pretty close in temperature and i thought it was cooling off for a minute but it's still pretty damn hot 
I don't think I could be in that shirt because that thing doesn't breathe at all. <laughs> oh, then, uh... <laughs> it was winter last time. But yeah. Oh, Rick's in. We got a game. Rick's in. Okay. Now I'm basing the whole thing around Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick, okay. You can't miss it. So uh, everybody, thank you. Uh, we will be back with, uh, with, uh, with a big game next week. And you can all be involved. We're going to have a way. It's going to be so interactive. Bring your friends. Bring your relatives. Bring everybody. Um, and we'll see you back here next week. Later, guys.